0: haven't yet go subscribe to the podcast on itunes like and follow us on facebook and instagram at live in the dream 506 but most importantly keep listening and let me know what you think this episode of living the dream is brought to you by amw group amw has the right tools to help you build your music career one step at a time get your song to the audience it deserves with amw's spotify playlist promotion service and work with amw's experts to get your music heard Check out their services by visiting bit.ly slash dream 10 and get a special 10% discount to their music promotion services by using coupon code AMW10. My guest today is a singer-songwriter from Toronto, and her new album Dirty Pretty Things is out now. I had a blast chatting with her. She was very candid and open and honest, and just really fun to talk to. So, okay, yada yada yada, let's get to it. Here she is, Delaney Jane. Jane.
1: How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. Sorry, I'm like a minute or two late. It just took me a sec to uh figure out this new app.
0: Yeah, no worries. Delaney's stupid phone.
1: <laughs> Delaney's stupid phone. It was actually that was actually named by Grand Theft. I don't know if you know the DJ, but <laughs> he did that for me. <laughs> well,
0: nice. Well, I know the the track you did with him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Easy go.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks, man.
2: Ah chasing flesh and bones to feel something i've been wasting
0: So what's going on?
1: Oh my gosh. I just, uh, I just got off of two days of 12 hour shoots back to back. So I feel like I'm in full recovery mode today, but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have a moment off, you know, I'm like, I've got so much to do. So, yeah, I mean, I feel good. It feels good being productive, but it's been a crazy last two days. How are you doing?
0: Good. Thanks. Uh, 12 hour days shooting. What are you shooting? Music videos?
1: Kind of, but not quite, um, so in preparation for my album release, I came up with the idea of creating a vignette for each song so it's it's basically like thirteen mini music videos, and uh, it's it's like creative visual piece kind of that I came up with and executed with uh, this team, and over top of it, I'm kind of speaking a monologue um, basically about each song in the album, so. It's like three mini music videos. <laughs> nice, There's a lot. Yeah.
0: So, how are you gonna release those?
1: When uh, the album drops, November twenty second, I am hoping we have um, these assets ready. So, as soon as the album drops, we kind of release each vignette in order of the album track listing, give people an idea of um, you know what the song means to me and and kind of the deeper meaning. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
0: Nice. So the new album's called Dirty Pretty Things, is that right? That,
1: that is correct. Yeah.
0: So why that title?
1: Dirty Pretty Things, it came to me um about a year and a half ago. And and it just for me it's it's like encapsulates all these different layers of life. You know, some people might read it as like dirty as in like sexual and for me it's not that at all. Dirty is dirty is like the gritty you know raw parts of ourselves that maybe we don't want to share maybe we're embarrassed or ashamed or you know it's it's kind of the the harder times pretty is actually the layer of like the joy and the beauty and you know finding finding the beauty through all the chaos um and then things i mean that's just that's just life so <laughs> it's for me it's really all these layers of life encapsulated into one large repertoire of uh, music and my stories
0: so dirty and pretty what what's one dirty thing and what's one pretty thing about you
1: oh boy oh my gosh there's i mean i <laughs> wish i could just play the music because uh, you know like i said some of it is uh okay let me go to the not so rated r versions dirty um hmm <laughs> well okay i I grew up in a kind of chaotic childhood. So my parents split up when I was really young.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, I mean, that was fine. I, I've never known my parents to be together. I was, I was too young. But they obviously both went through various relationships. And my mom was, uh, well, my mom was in an abusive relationship for several years, which was obviously really, really difficult to kind of live through for myself and my brother. And meanwhile, my dad was diagnosed as bipolar. And um tried committing suicide several times. So, you know, it was growing up, it was really unstable and chaotic, and I think that i've um, I've pulled a lot of writing inspiration through you know, my own personal kind of <laughs> endeavors and uh, mm-hmm. and I think that that kind of childhood alone, you know it it forced me to write because it was my way of getting through those harder and darker times so music was was always something that was there for me and uh so that's that's a couple uh that's a couple of dirty things you know a bit of the the grit in life
0: so you've been writing from a very young age
1: yeah pretty much pretty much since i first learned to write i started writing poetry, um, was always writing in a journal, you know, just, uh, kind of getting my thoughts and feelings on a paper, but it wasn't until I was 14 that, um, <laughs> I actually snuck into my brother's room and was playing this electric guitar with this amp that my mom had, she'd rented him for a month, rented for him, um, mm-hmm. for a month. And when he was away, I snuck in and I started messing around and Next no, I know, like, I see the door opening and I thought I was about to get yelled at, but it was my mom. And she's like, do you want guitar lessons? And I was like, <laughs> yes. So she ended up buying me an acoustic guitar, paying for singing lessons and guitar lessons. And that was, that was the first time I was able to put my writing to music. Um, so it was a pretty crazy time in my life. Uh, finally being able to put you know, my feelings into
0: song. Do you still play guitar?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely still play, not as much as I used to, but, you know, I, I use guitar and piano as uh, as tools for writing, and I'll always have that. It's not so much at the forefront, like I used to play every, probably every single day, but, you know, once once you've got it, you don't, you don't really lose, like, you don't really lose knowing how to play chords or anything like that. So it's always a great tool to have in my back pocket, and I think I'd love to pull that out at some of my live shows uh, moving forward, too.
0: Yeah, that would definitely be cool. So do you think it would go with the genre that you're kind of enthralled in right now?
1: You know what, it depends what the song is. Um, I've I've definitely, you know, I started I kind of came up in the EDM world. Um, but I've the last two years really started to veer more towards like dark experimental pop music and uh and so I mean, I definitely have songs that uh that could be more acoustic based. You know, I, I could definitely see it for a show that I maybe do a version of one of my songs, strip back or alternatively, maybe instead of it being a strip back acoustic version, I like pull out an electric guitar and, and uh, you know, do something a little bit more grimy, but yeah, I think you can always mm. make it work, you know, whatever, where there's a will, there's a way.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did you always know that this was what you were going to do?
1: I knew since I was um, honestly, since I was 14, and when I first put, you know, my my writing to songs, I knew that it was what I wanted to do. I didn't know that it was what I would do because when you are that young, and people ask, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up, you say like, I want to be a singer. It just it almost felt silly, you know, hearing the words come out of my mouth because I'm like it's so far fetched. I wasn't necessarily a natural born singer. I really had to work um, on that and and like teach I taught myself how to harmonize and so I it was the writing that came to me and uh, I just think over time you know it didn't matter what else I was doing in my life I always would come back to music so like I remember I was working as a server in a fine dining restaurant and (laughs) in the span of like two months I got written up twice the first time I was like walking across, as we call it, like walking across the floor, basically in the restaurant, and I was harmonizing to the song that they were playing. And my manager at the time called me up to the office, and she wrote me up for singing on the floor. And in my head, I'm like, "It's not my fault. You have <laughs> the same fricking playlist every day, <laughs> all the songs." So that was the first time. And then she
0: sounds like a real treat.
1: Oh, she was awful. She just had something <laughs> up for me. I swear. But uh, then the second time I was like working behind the bar and like out of nowhere, I had this line and this melody in my head. So I crouched down and I pull up my phone and I start voice recording it. And who walks around the bar? Of course, the same manager and she's like (laughs) up in my office, Delaney. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can swear here. Um,
0: (laughs) You can say whatever you want.
1: Okay, great, great, great. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was like, fuck, not again. Go up. I got written up again, and she's like, "The third. She's like, if you get a third write up, like we might, like we'll probably have to let you go." I was just like, "Are you serious?" Anyways, it was. I think at that point where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. You know, I I knew what I was doing. I was saving my money, but it just became more and more clear that no matter where I put myself in my life, it's like I was always drawn to writing and and singing. So at that point, it just became inevitable. You know, only a matter of time.
0: Mm-hmm. Do do you do anything else like are you acting at all or do you have any other interests that you're pursuing at the time? Totally.
1: Um, so not many people may know this, but I actually uh, Grew up as like a competitive danced a uh, competitive dancer. So I did tap jazz ballet and hip-hop um, So I've been doing drop-in classes keeping up with that. Uh, I love snowboarding um, cooking Um, and I actually went to a private school for performing arts for three years here in Toronto. And that's, um, that's actually when I met Sean Frank, but, uh, but that's another story. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I've kind of dipped my, dipped my toes in all sorts of, Music and theater things, but I learned really quickly that I was my heart was not in musical theater like Mm. I I don't want to sing someone else's songs. I want to sing my own songs, but um, I'm I'm definitely interested in in uh, doing a bit more acting But I I do get a bit of uh, Anxiety when it comes to like learning the lines and being on camera I think I would much prefer do doing voice voice over acting so that's on my bucket list for what I would like to do next.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. I find for voiceover acting it often does get like those parts are given to actors that can sing. Because totally you know what I mean? All the animated movies always seem to have a, a musical aspect to them. So
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that it would definitely be to my benefit. And on top of being able to sing, I actually like do a lot of I can do, like, a lot of weird voices. So I think I just need to, like, really hone in on those characters and, I think, like, create a
0: demo reel and actually just go for it. But, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Give us an example. <laughs> Give us some weird voices.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, don't don't make fun of me, but I can look like a little
2: kid. Like, like if, if I wanted something right now, I would probably say I want some ice cream or something <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one really has heard that one except for my (laughs) boyfriend so um what else oh my gosh it's so (laughs) weird doing over the phone um i don't know give me something to say
0: (laughs) Uh, i don't know create a scene give us a little kid at a at a supermarket Uh, i was thinking
1: thinking a different a different one what's the other one all
0: right give it it to us
1: um (laughs) Oh my gosh! It's so it's so amazing. Uh, <laughs> there's this other one. It's like I imagine it. Like uh, I was kind of inspired by like Bart Simpson. Perfect. But it's really weird. <laughs> I just don't know what to say.
0: What kind of inspiration?
1: I like, the link,
2: the I like to, Um, <laughs> I can't do. It
1: again. <laughs> but this is good. This is good practice. And now I'm gonna like. I'm gonna really uh go in on my characters (laughs) so that next time i talk to you i can just like whip them off like that
0: (laughs) i I definitely heard the the tones of bart simpson there yeah yeah and i mean bart simpson is voiced by a a female actor so
1: right that's what i heard yeah it's crazy Crazy. i love
0: it all right now do a quick scene of bart talking to the little kid and then we'll move on
1: oh my gosh um (laughs) Oh, it's, it's like, I just don't say, um, hey, hey, give you the toy back. Give you the toy back. Well, I had it first. I I had it first and it's mine and I don't have to give it to you. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm your big brother and it's not fair. I don't know. That's all I got.
0: (laughs) I love it. That's awesome.
1: (laughs) I'm crazy.
0: (laughs) Insert applause.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I, I have no idea how to segue from that. I I just like that. So I know,
1: much. I know. Where do we go from here? Um, where do
0: we
1: go?
0: All right. Well, what I'm where I'm gonna go is, I, I read one of your older posts, and you talked about like how people used to like kind of bring you down because you're always you you seem like a very bubbly personality and like very positive and confident. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: And I remember reading an old post of yours saying like people used to give you shit for that. Oh, yeah. the jealousy like nobody likes the center of attention because that's taking attention away from themselves and people get jealous and so like did you deal with bullying growing up and like is that is that maybe oh, yeah <laughs> I, is that how you've become who you are today like you you're social media you're you're confident you're you know what I mean like you
1: yeah you have a very I'm,
0: large presence
1: thanks yeah I I think I've just really started to kind of come into my own and um you know reflecting back to the past it's sad to say but grade 12 was actually one of the worst years of my life um because all through high school i had developed this really close friendship with this group of girls um who i guess you could consider like the popular girls at the time but then in grade 12 the regina george of the pact decided <laughs> that she didn't want me in the crew anymore so it's like You know, I'm going, we're, we're all getting ready for prom and I'm just going through this period of time of being completely shut out with all these girls that I, I spent the last four years with. And when I, when I think about it now, I'm like, Oh, whatever. That is so bad. Like, I don't care at all anymore. But at the Mm -hmm. time, you know, it, it feels like the end of the world. You, I literally like wouldn't stay at school for lunch. I would go for a walk. I wouldn't eat. I would just leave because I didn't know where to sit or who to sit with. And, And like when I confronted them about it, they would just pretend that everything was fine and I was just like overreacting or something. So that really, really wore me down at the time. But I think uh, by the same token, it made me so much stronger because I learned not to take any shit from anyone. I say what I feel. You know, if I could go back there and look those girls in the eye, like with who I am today, I would put them in their place so hard and I would walk away and not give two fucks about, being their friends because they were just artificial and uh and I think like you said kind of just jealous and when things shine and things sparkle other people like to uh to dim that light and it's it's kind of sad but being where I am now and having all the life experience I have now I just know that like you should never dim your light for other people and if others Mm. are trying to bring you down it's just because they can't rise up to meet you where you are and uh I do think it's, it's made me be the best person I can be. You know, I try to always stay humble, treat everybody equally. Um, I, I see everybody, you know, I see everybody as my equal and I really just believe, believe in being the best person I can possibly be.
0: Yeah. If you could only impart some experience on kids in high school, because like you said, it does feel like it's the end of the world. It does feel like everything is what's going on in that single moment. Yeah. And yeah.
1: It's, it's heavy at the time. And if only you can just step outside and realize, you know, like this too shall pass. And, you know, in a couple of years, it won't matter at all because it, it at the time it does seem like the end of the world and it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. You want to be, you want to be liked when you're younger, you want to be accepted. You want to be loved for you. I think more mm-hmm. than anything, I just wanted to be able to be myself and, and I was such a guys' girl. Like I got along with all the guys, and I was a singer, and and so I think I just got a bit of this extra tension that I didn't ask for. You know, I was just being myself, and other people couldn't really uh, handle it.
0: Yeah, and I think you made another good point where people think that they can't rise up to the same level, and there's this mentality as a as an adolescent that. There's only so much to go around. So if somebody has all the attention, you need to steal the attention from them rather than make your own. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's just really sad and and petty, you know. But I think it's uh, I think it's a reality of kind of that time in in people's lives. I mean, I don't know what it's like now. I don't know what what high school is like, but I sure as hell, no bullying is still happening, and especially now more than ever cyberbullying it's everything so easily accessible which is it's scary because it's a completely different time than when I was in high school you know now everything is seen and heard and can be passed around so much quicker I, right. I can't imagine what kids uh, might be going through but
0: no I've with my friends and we've often talked about what it would have been like if Facebook was around when we were in high school
1: oh boy yeah ridiculous I guess I had Facebook. I guess I I had a Facebook at the yeah middle of high school, but but like even Instagram. Oh my gosh, it's just like or just phones with show. cameras. Yeah, yeah, true.
0: So we have a few fan questions that we'd like to get to if that's cool with you. Yeah, of course. And it's kind of a segue coming out of uh, talks about bullying and like high school. And someone asked, "What was the sketchiest party you've ever been to?" And to describe it. And I, I thought that went well with like <laughs> your your song, Safe With You, and also the growing up in high school yeah. sketchy parties.
1: Um, okay, um the first thing that came to my head was like a kind of scary story, but I I feel comfortable enough to tell it. So I was in high school and I ended up at this party where I knew some people. It was actually most of it was like mostly my brother's older friends. And this, I was, you know, I was like probably grade nine, kind of young, kind of naive. And um, this guy grabbed me by the hand. He's like, hey, I want to show you something. Seemed totally innocent. And he like leads, leads me upstairs. <laughs> this is sketchy. Leads me upstairs. Very. And then tried to like, like started kissing me, pushed me in a room, tried started kissing me, closed the door. And I like literally was like survival mode where... I'm like, okay, Delaney, you can either, you can either like push back right now and resist and maybe get hurt or you can like go with him for a second. So I like kissed him for a sec. And then I was like, Hey, gently. I'm like, Hey, can I just let my friends know where I am? I ran downstairs. I told my brother's friends what was going on. They kicked this guy out. That was definitely the sketchiest party mm. I've ever been to as far as like, yeah, I don't know. That was super sketchy. I didn't, I don't think I knew like enough people and I was too young and right. Yeah, definitely have to be smarter than that.
0: It's crazy how often that happens really.
1: Yeah. This, I think it's like one in three women, you know, get like taken advantage of or assaulted and it's like, it's, it's really messed up. Sorry. that got so heavy.
0: (laughs) No, no, that's good. That's good.
1: (laughs) I have some stories. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely sketchy. Um, what would be like was there inspiration for the song safe with you like i know the lyrics say things like popping pills and powder on the counter and things like that like yeah
1: i've just been to i mean i've been to all different kinds of parties and yeah and i mean i've seen it all and it's like have you ever been to a party where you know you're in a room full of people but like for some reason you just feel completely alone, you know, like you're surrounded by people, but you just feel alone.
0: You just Um, described every single party I've ever been to.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's this, it's this weird social anxiety um, when you're in and maybe in an uncomfortable place. And like, I've been there so many times where, you know, maybe I know a couple people, maybe I hardly know anyone. But I just want to leave. I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm either going to drink more so I feel comfortable or I'm going to leave so I don't have to, like, go through any of this. Mm. And, and then randomly out of nowhere, it's like, I'll meet someone right at that moment where I really need somebody. And it, we just instantly click. And, you know, sometimes it has been a girl where I'm like, oh, my God, someone I can bond with. And then other times it's been a dude. And it's just, it's such a special and rare moment um to really just click with someone and vibe on the same wavelength and like you know feel so comfortable telling them like anything that comes to your mind you know there's no censoring and i just that's that's pretty much what the song safe with you kind of you know where it came from for me
2: i'm sorry As someone else's name you called me Not that Coming
0: to this party. Our, our next question. How do you keep your hair looking so healthy? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh.
1: Olaplex 3, ladies and gents. Olaplex 3, uh, mm-hmm. once or twice a week. Uh Lanza carotene oil. And to be honest, I only ever like heat style it when I'm playing a show or I'm going to an event. So otherwise like on the day-to-day, on a day-to-day basis, I don't wear makeup and I don't do my hair. That's clutch.
0: That's the secret.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just changed my whole repertoire. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Here you go. Today you posted your full of surprises for us. What are some of those surprises?
1: Well, as I mentioned uh, in our earlier conversation, I just shot these thirteen vignettes for my album, and they're they're all so very different and so special. It's these like I, I basically listened to the songs and I created a vision, and then we executed that vision. Which some of them were really crazy ideas. So to tease one of them, um, let me just say I might have been submerged underwater holding my breath for 45 seconds. Jesus. So I'm going to stay there. Uh there's another vignette um where I might be bleeding from my eyes. And <laughs> and you know some of some of the footage is uh is more shocking than others but for me it's really it's really all about reflecting the songs and the emotions for me. So the last two days there have been a lot of laughs, a lot of energy, tears. Yeah, the whole the whole shebang. It's it's been quite the experience. And uh I would love to say it's done, but now we're on to the editing and the final the final step. So I can't wait to share all these surprises with you guys.
0: I really can't. Nice. All right, last question. Biggest influences and dream collaborations.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
1: This is, okay, this is one of the hardest questions ever. People, When people ask me, like, who are your biggest inspirations or influences? Because I just, I feel like life itself is my biggest influence. You know, Mm -hmm. all the things I've gone through, all the people I've met, all the relationships I've had, you know, heartache. um, I think that has really influenced me the most as far as, you know, other music um producers and creators go i have always loved nine inch nails and trent reznor and to do a yeah yeah, to do a piece (laughs) of music with him would like oh my god i would i would never have to make music again if i if i had that you know collaboration experience i think that would nothing could top that um that'd be awesome yeah yeah do you ever
0: do you ever cover any Nine Inch Nails in your shows?
1: Ooh, no, I don't. But thank you for the idea.
0: Like, I could I see guess, you doing, like, All the Love in the World or something, like...
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. and awesome. I guess I never thought about it because when I think of cover, like covers to do live, I always think, like, every... You know, what's a song that the majority of people will know? But Throw that's something I in. could do. That's something I could do that, like it'd be for me but then for all the people who do know Nine Inch Nails and
0: are Mm. Trent Reznor
1: fans like they would definitely appreciate that so I'm thinking about that one that'd be awesome thanks for the tip yeah
0: (laughs) yeah I I would uh I would definitely try that out (laughs) yeah I'm gonna Uh,
1: go through the repertoire for sure
0: so the new album is out November 22nd yeah Dirty Pretty Things anything else you want to say about that or the new single
1: Oh man, I'm, you know, I'm sharing some of the most personal pieces of my heart and as much as I am excited, I'm also nervous, you know, even for like my family to hear some of these, uh, some of these songs because they are just really raw and real stories of mine. Um, So I hope that whoever's listening can, can hear those and relate. And, uh, you know, at the very least, I hope it helps people feel a little less alone because that's definitely what I needed growing up.
0: Awesome. So where can people find you?
1: Yo, everywhere you listen to music, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube, uh, Instagram, at Delaney.Jane. Yeah, I'm awesome. everywhere. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Delaney Jane.
1: Thank you for having me.